Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we're talking about Elfin Lied, which was my choice for this week. You freaking lied. That's all I got to say. You lied. This was not scary. This was... I didn't say it was scary. I never uh, said it was scary. It, it was... It, it, we're almost in Halloween. This is this is October month. We're supposed to be doing scary stuff. This was... This, hey, this was horror. And and tell me it was not horror. It was... the Okay. I was horrified. There's a difference. I never said anything about scaring you. So this this was... Uh, yeah. This, this uh, show came out in July 2004, ran through October 17th in 2004. It was uh, 13 episodes long. Uh, producers for it were VAP and Genko, and the studio for it was ARMS. It's actually based off a of manga, and the genres for it are action, horror, psychological, supernatural, drama, romance, and seni. Where the hell was romance? How, how did you not get romance from Lucy and Kota? All right. I mean, hello. Uh, and then Yuka, the other main character, definitely in love with Coda. And then you have Nana, uh, obviously starting to fall in love with Coda. And then no, 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 Mayu no, no. obviously is smitten with both of them, seeing them as paternal <laughs> figures. How is that not a romance? Well, let, let's back up here. So <laughs> we're so just so we can get clear here, they're all related to him except for the woman. Who decides to kill everyone? No, only and, and one of them's related to him. Only okay, Yuka. Okay, 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 fine. Yuga's related to him. They're cousins. All right. Hey, and even then, in the U.S., I, it is perfectly legal to marry your cousin in most states. Second cousin. All right. What? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> here's where I'm coming from. That there was no romance between the two. Unless it was like jammed down your throat. And 90% of the time was, would you want to touch me like that? You're an idiot. Would you care if I ran away? You're an idiot. Really? Like I watched this dubbed for the laughs because the subbed was just, I was like, if it's subbed this way, dub has to be funny. I, if I'm going to watch it, I want to be entertained. Dubbed did not let me down at all as far as that goes. But like, Really, bro? I'm telling you, man, Google is definitely wondering what kind of stuff I usually Google, especially when we're talking <laughs> anime. Uh, yeah, so in in 22 states, it is legal for you to marry your first cousin. Oh, no. Yes. No, uh, no. In one, two, three, four, five, six, seven states, there are caveats to being able to marry your first cousin. In other words, in Illinois, both parties have to be older than 50 or one infertile. Uh, and what? Yeah. So you, you got to wait till you're 50. Or, Dear Lord. Or you have to have a, have to be proven infertile. One uh, of the parties. Uh, or in Indiana, only if both parties are 65 years or older. Past the age of having kids. They're trying to prevent the family tree 
from being just a stick in the mud. Oh yeah. Dear Lord. Okay. Yep. All right. You know, you, all right. you've proven that people can be different in the mindset that I have different from the mindset that I have. That being said, Yuka and Kota could definitely be married and they do have feelings for each other. And there's nothing wrong with that. It is a very beautiful thing. Not my cup of tea, not your cup of tea, but that's okay. Right. Hold on. So you say they have feelings for one another. I do agree with you to the extent that a child could have another feeling for another child because she was holding on to the feeling she had when they were what, like five, six, they meet 15 years later, basically. Well, they meet when they're like, what, 15, five 16, years later, they meet five years later and both Kota okay, and so, Yuka are in college. Okay. So they met when they were 12 and 13 or something to that effect. Yes. Yeah. So let's assume 13, five years is 18, 18 is college. Assuming you have a normal uh, timeline for that. So that, okay. So the animators got me a little confused then because there's no difference in what I could see from like a six year old to a 13 year old, but there is a massive difference between a 13 year old and a 15 year old. So inconsistent animation, I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's consistent enough. It's consistent enough. They're still technically teenagers. They're like, uh, I would assume they're both 18. They're just both going into college for Yuka and Koda. Mayu's just turned 14. The others, uh, I'm assuming they're at least Koda's and Yuka's age. Okay. Well, actually, so this kind of makes me think though, how smart is Koda? Uh, Only be, it, the reason that, no, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Academically speaking, because he went through traumatic experience where he was basically silent for a full year. And then he recovered using like a mind block of some kind and was able to catch up academically to be where he was normally supposed to be if they're both in college. So like that means he's kind of smart. Doesn't make any sense of the decisions he was making then, does it? Does anything ever make sense? I mean, like, so lay it on me. What you got? All right. So first of all, <laughs> let's, uh, let's point out the fact that they, uh, decide to sing a majority of the opening credits, uh, based off of, uh, the opening theme of, uh, Lilium. And then they showed variations of Gustav Clement's arts, but instead of the woman being portrayed in there, you have Lucy replaced in all those parts. Yeah. And, and then, except for when it's fighting against Lucy or Nana or someone else, they can cleanly decapitate everyone's head and kill them like it's no problem. Except when it comes to them, their clothes just either magically fly off instead of dying or they lose <laughs> limbs. More often than so, not, they just lose limbs and clothing at the same time. So their vital organs and their neck specifically have this thing called plot armor. Ah. <laughs> okay. I got gotcha. you. It's just under the skin, apparently. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, I should probably throw this out there. We should have put this up way beforehand. There is a mature content warning. Every episode is full so of nudity. Hard. Just grotesque. Not even every episode. Like we, we were talking about this in Discord, and one of one of the guys we talked to a lot um, was saying that like there's he said he forgot how much gratuitous nudity there was, and I chimed in 
uh, there's no such thing as gratuitous when it comes to nudity or something like that. No, I said I forgot how much pointless nudity oh. there was in there. And you said that there's no such thing. That said, I was wrong. I was so wrong. Yes. Yes, you were. So at the time you see who you had typed that I hadn't started watching it yet. I want I just want to clarify with that. I hadn't opened episode one. Episode one, there is no like warm up. There's no <laughs> leading up to it, getting you ready, preparing you for the graphic imagery that assaults you. But the opening credits are just like you said, except a lot more nudity. I was like, oh, they're probably going to cover. No, they didn't. Nope. No, they didn't. Nope. That's not what I thought is what I think it is. Oh, yep. So after the wonderful opening scene where you see Lucy nude, basically through the whole opening credits, you then go to the opening scene where Lucy is murdering everyone naked. Oh, not even just murdering. The the one thing I didn't understand is she could Neo all the bullets flying at her face. And if you don't get the reference, it's it's a Matrix thing where Neo stops all the bullets in front of him using his mind magic. Uh. She only has, so the appendix that she uses or the things she uses called vectors to kill, lash out and stuff like that. It's hypothesized that that was not their original intent for the creation. And yeah, their hands and each, each of these, I'm going to call them mutant creatures, mutant people have different abilities with their vectors. They have the different amount. Uh, Supposedly they have a different range in which they can reach. But I would, uh, yeah, I would assume, and for, and you'll get this as as the series goes on to, towards the end, especially at the end. I would assume that maybe Lucy is actually a third generation and probably one of the first ones that can actually probably use those uh, telekinetic hands. Why a third generation? I'm curious. So, uh, if you remember, the director he actually has horns. His son has horns which are proof of the Diclonius is what they call them. And mm. then I would assume that because they haven't been able to use hands or they didn't use hands that we know of or anything like that, that maybe her generation are the third ones are able to use it. And then progressively as they, as more generations are born, they get longer and they can have more of them. So the youngest out of all of them, uh, which is uh, Mariko, Mariko, which is number 35 and number 35, which is a, the chief's, uh, Kurama, his daughter, she has what? 26 appendages. She has 35. No, I'm pretty sure it's 26 in the English version. It was 35. That's why she was number 35. And she's got a 30 meter, um, span or uh, reach. It was an 11 meter reach in the subs. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's weird because for some reason, 30 was specific. 35 was the number that she was mm-hmm. because that was her number. And okay. she could do tw- have 26 total arms with an 11 meter radius that reaches out. I'm going to assume the sub is correct on this one, only because I think the dub might have been just exaggerating a slight bit just yeah. to make the words fit, you know? Yeah, maybe. I would assume. So. Interesting. I didn't make the connection that the son had, or the father had 
the, the, the main director had horns and then his son had horns so that she might be a third. Um, I thought that they were researching the, the virus that started it and basically infecting themselves. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that it was like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I did think it was kind of funny. Um, anybody who came in contact with Lucy ended up having to get a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because she can infect them yeah. and then they would produce more. Which is why they yeah. found her very valuable. But then at the same time, she wasn't the only one that could do that. No, it was everyone that could do that. Which is weird. That or the specific hair color of them can do that. Did you see another hair color? Yeah, you had a light pink and then a like a dark reddish pink. So Nana and uh, number 35, they had the same color of hair, kind of. But Lucy, her hair color was darker. And the person that infected uh, Kurama had the same hair color as Lucy. Fair. Eh, okay. I could see that. But it, it just, to me, it seemed a little bit weird at the very end. I realize I'm jumping, but at the very end, Lucy seemed to have way more knowledge about herself than the viewer did. Oh, yeah. It was just, it, it didn't feel right. But we'll, we'll get to that eventually. Um, yeah. I just, so much, so much nudity, so much inappropriate gesturing. They did the whole. Oh no, my, you fell on me and my hand is where, what's the squishy feeling? And I was like, Oh, okay. I can accept that. That's fine. And it didn't stop there. You had Lucy at the time. So Lucy's got a split personality because in the opening credits, she shot in the head with a tungsten armor piercing 50 caliber round. And it just hurts her head a little bit. Well, it bounces off the metal helmet that's stuck on her head. Yeah. So she has multiple personalities after that. One personality, which is most prominent because we see it most often, is Moo. Mew. Not Moo. Mew. NYU. M- so Mew. No. N. New. 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 Okay. New. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, New apparently is a horny individual because when the hand goes on her boob, she goes and pushes his hand harder. And he's like, Do you want me to squeeze it? And he starts squeezing it and, and she moans and stuff like that, which starts a whole other sequence of things that are going on only to end in the trope where somebody walks in and he goes, it's not what you think. She started it. And you're like, yeah, okay, sure, sure. Let's see the main protagonist walk his way out of this one. And then he does with a slap super with, I was going to say super easy, no real explanation needed. And it's, it's, it's almost forgotten. I say almost because if you're a love interest, if your cousin has a love interest, you're to walk in on him or her fondling somebody else and you're like super jealous, you're going to obviously immediately never look up and never um, focus on that ever again, right? Sure. In here, apparently that's, that's what happens. You'll never do it again. Okay, I trust you. Why are you doing that again? I thought you said I trusted you. Well, yeah, this, uh, I mean... The, the series as a whole, it does have a story you can follow when there is the story that needs to be followed. The rest yeah. of the time is just kind of it just felt like it was pointless. It felt no, no, no. The point where the boobs even I it, no, like the rest of it just felt pointless. Like I, I get that they, they were trying to set up this emotional connection and that they were trying to create that emotional connection between Kota and, and Lucy so they ultimately become lovers in the end, I guess. It's what I'm assuming. Never happened. I mean, virgin life forever. Yeah. 
they also never really explained why they had the horns and what the connection was between the horns and their uh, vectors. See, in my opinion, they had an amazing opportunity that they completely wasted. So uh, to get to that, I'd like to just gloss over basically the whole story, because the whole story is if you hit Moo or Neil in the head, she becomes Lucy hit her in the head again, and she becomes new. New can't talk except to say her own name until much later. And nobody seems to think there's a problem there. No one seems to think that she's mentally handicapped and no one seems to think that there's anything wrong with her. And there's, they still pursue her sexually, I think, <laughs> which, which I was like, that's a bit concerning, but at the very end, like the final two episodes in the battle, Lucy being a full mind and body and fighting no, with no issue loses a horn. It is shot off and she's knocked out. No, it's not no. shut off. The horn, the first horn is knocked off because she's fighting number 35 and 35 okay. is just pummeling away at her and beating her senseless. And then she gets knocked out and one of them gets knocked off. The You're second right. horn does get shut off, but we're not see, we don't see it getting shut off and we don't see the full end result either. Correct. Now, when the first one was beat off of her phrasing, I understand, but we're going to carry on through that. When the first one was knocked off her head, what did you think? Like, did you have like a, Oh shit, it's about to go down moment because you're like, okay, I've seen this trope before that. One of the prominent things we've been talking about the entire, uh, the entire series was, was destroyed and the character is knocked unconscious. I figured that by her losing part of the horn, that the number of vectors that she could use, I keep wanting to call them tentacles, the number of vectors that she can use. Basically what they were. Basically, yeah. uh, uh, The number would be reduced. Really? And see, I thought the exact opposite. Like, I don't know why, but I thought like, I thought the horns themselves Mm -hmm. were limiters of a sort, encasing the brain, you know? And that's where they were able to get the vectors from. That's where they had the, the, the bones, the things and yeah, the bones and the, the portion of the brain that did the vector stuff. If you were to break that off, the, the area would no longer be an issue. So I figured, you know, she would get more of them. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting, but if that were the case, I'm pretty sure through all their testing, they would have found that out too. Eh, Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. So speaking of, of uh, brain and portion control of the brain and everything like that, right? Weird, weird use of portion control, but okay. <laughs> you have the, the telekinetic tentacles, right? Yep. Yep. You could, you could poke someone in the brain with it and they're going to be able to give birth to other uh, dioncles or whatever they are. Well, see, you you did say that, yes. Or they, or I should rephrase. They did say that, yes. But I always assumed it was just if you were in contact in the vicinity. So hang on. And the reason why I say if they get poked in the brain or they come in contact with them uh, because of Kurama being poked in the head and then being giving birth to another one, right? Mm-hmm. Also, if you get, if uh, uh, Diclonius, there we go, that's it, Diclonius gets poked in the head, apparently, in a specific way by the telekinetic tentacles, it temporarily disables 
someone else from being able to use their tentacles? So yes and no. I have a feeling it. W- I don't think it was expressed, but I have a very sincere opinion that, and I think I have strong evidence to back it up that the Diclonius have a very strong healing factor case in point when they're being, when, when number seven was being tortured aside from like a limb being chopped off, they could heal almost any actual injury. Interesting. Cause she was tortured as you saw blood everywhere. Yeah. They had these things shooting them in the head. You know what I mean? They had just like, damage all around and they had very little to no actual damage done for instance again going back to seven she was beat to crap blood everywhere but once she showered there were no injuries yeah and to clarify nana is number seven probably yes i should have said that (laughs) (laughs) okay so i get the the healing factor right i i I can i can see that but what i'm saying is even if you damage someone's brain like that, mm-hmm. it's got to cause some irreparable damage. And not only that, they, the, uh, the ones that were affected by that number seven being the only one that apparently knows how to do this. Apparently they don't know what happened. They didn't feel anything. Like they didn't feel someone just like sit there, wiggle their telekinetic fingers in their brain and mess some stuff around. It's like, they just got poked in the head and it's like, cool. Now you can't use it for X amount of time until it heals. I mean, so you had number 35 that basically healed in the span of like 30 minutes. And then you had and then, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then Lucy, who basically took a couple days. Well, Lucy had a bit of a, a bit of a beat down. Like she was thrashed hard and she had dual personalities. Well, that wouldn't affect healing. No, I don't think it affected healing so much as. And, and Nana, it does, I mean, like, it doesn't matter if, if you got, had a giant beatdown or not. I mean, like Nana had her limbs literally ripped and torn off <laughs> and she was fine in what a day and a half. No, oh, they did some quick surgery and gave her mannequin arms. She legs. had prosthetics that she uses the, her, her tentacle arms to manipulate. Yeah, I agree. Right. But like she went from being completely wrapped like a mummy to fine in what? Eight hours, nine the- hours. Maybe well, a day. top-notch medical uh, staff taking care of her right there. All right. It, didn't they tell him to kill him too, or did, didn't they tell everyone to kill her as well? Uh, yeah, but uh, but after the fact, or he probably held him hostage and forced them to do it. Or I mean, like you have robots taking care of everything for you. I mean, like, I don't know, dude. There. I was going to say my only argument against that is doctors always do their best work at gunpoint. I mean, ask the mafia. That's how I do my best work. Right? <laughs> Crunch the numbers. I can't do it. Oh, really? Click, click. Okay, I can do it. I can do it. The numbers might come out wrong, but they'll get done. Hey, I never said anything about them being right. right. I was, was going to say, even still, like you have a deadline, 3 a.m., bro. Come on now. Chop, chop. Hop, I, sing. I can get it done. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Whether or not it's right, it's another story, but I promise you it will be done. <laughs> you never said anything about accuracy. That, 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 sh- oh, dear Lord. That is the name of the game when it comes to this dub. Accuracy is not paramount. They just <laughs> needed it done. They didn't need it done right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, honestly, for this, for this, uh, 
for the series. And my wife even watched some of it with me. She's like, I thought this was supposed oh. to be like horror. It was supposed to be scary or something like that. This is a joke. And I, it's like, well, it's, you know, it is what it is. I'm sorry. It's scary how much nudity there is. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That was pretty scary. How much nudity there was in there. Just Jeez. random inopportune points in time. Coda just yeah, making like, everything super awkward too. Like, oh, I got it. Like, let me change, help you change. Hang on here. Let's lay down and I will just like sit here and try and figure out how to take your panties off so I can change them for you. It's like, what the hell is your problem, bro? Oh God. Yeah. And no, no. And even still, so they, they put, you know, they put you in a tank top with no bra and what happens after. So your, our main character is being scolded by his cousin. Right. And you have new in the background, like pulling a titty out and you're <laughs> like, what? No, no, this is not. This is a family friendly show. No, it's not. No, 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 not, no not even close. I mean, like if you got family friendly from people being murdered um, by someone walking around naked. Yeah. And that backstory was brutal. Like I got pissed. Oh, yeah, at least. And that's one of the things. All right. So on track, they do what? Seven episodes of straight story ish kind of stuff. And then you have an episode of Nana uh, or not Nana, but uh, Lucy's backstory. And I am glad that they did that and gave some kind of reason why she just completely hates people completely. And it's not just because. Yeah. But at, at the same time, they also talk about how the Dionculus or whatever horn people, or just, I'm just going to call them horn people from now on. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. Call them horny people. Oh, horny people. Uh, the horny people, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, apparently by the time they turn three years old, they just want to murder everyone. So the horny people be murdering people left and right. And then you have to have uh, poor Kurama going around killing these horny people when they're born. So you have horny people being born <laughs> and they're being murdered by Kurama before they get to murder everyone else for being horny. It's like, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what else to say. This is kind of messed up. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. So basically, if you couldn't follow that, uh, there was a new policy that was set in place because apparently when these these horny people reach the age of three, they've gone through some trauma and the first people that they kill with their arms, their vectors, which again, mature or appear at the age of three, um, they kill their parents first and it's not a nice, easy, like, Oh, okay. Just say rip the heart out. They, they rip the head off. Like it's not a cut. It's a, I'm going to grasp and pull slowly. And I'm glad they didn't get too graphic with it because some of the ones that they could have done, like, Oh, it would have been st uh, stringy and, and bones snapping and slowly tearing apart. You yeah. get the visual, even if you don't want to, right. you're welcome. Oh, um, thank you. And so the people doing research on them uh, are like, look, we have to kill them before they become a threat because we don't have room to capture them all either. Yeah, we've already we've, we've already are at capacity for how many how many we can study. We're going to kill them eventually anyway. So they're, they're you know, shit's going to happen. And that's when you find out a little bit later on that just being in contact with them spreads the virus. So your kids moving forward will be these, these mutated horny people. You and know, I just thought of something. Ooh, I like these. What, what'd you think of, sir? 
you know, I'm, I am I take back what I said about Lucy being a third, potential third generation. Okay. So the dad, the director, and his son, those are the only two horny male guys that we actually see. Okay. Every, and the all, son technically is actually horny. He is. But <laughs> he's horny on, yeah. on a couple different accounts. Yeah. <laughs> but all the rest of the people that you see, all the rest of the ones that you encounter, all girls. No. Oh. Maybe they're the only ones that can actually use vectors. And for some reason, they all had pinkish hair. Except for the, except for the two guys. The two guys were bald. Yeah. But I, I th- that's why I think that was, it wasn't uh, prenatal. I think it was directly injected into them. I don't think they were born with it. So, I mean, if I had to say it, it was, it was definitely Maybelline. Because, you know, they weren't born with it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Sorry. Maybe it is. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe they're born with it maybe it's no it's not <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I, don't I, I mean like uh, as for this show it is not a comedy by any stretch of the words but i mean like when you when you watch it and you're done with it it, it is funny the absurdity yeah the absurdity comes to you and it's like wow that is just sad there are some scenes in there that are just really when they're doing background stories, it just really makes you go, wow, that's messed up stuff. Uh, so like you had Lucy's background story and that was like really messed up. You never find out about Nana's or, or number seven's background story. Uh, Coda, you learn that Lucy actually murdered his sister and father in front of him. And that's kind of a messed up background for him. And that's the trauma he went through. Uh, Mayu's background is just totally screwed up too. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really talk about her very much. Um, she was a homeless girl who ran, well, obviously ran away from home due to, well, you and I have a differing opinion here. I believe it was molestation. You, I think it was physical molestation. You think it was more mental. No, I didn't say either way about it. I just simply said that he was a straight up creepy pedophile and the mom mentally abused her and blamed her too. So the dad, stepdad, was uh, physically abusing Mayu. So he, the stepdad like looked at her creepily, had her stripped down, and you can only assume that he would have her do other things beyond that. And then the yeah. mom, when uh, Mayu was telling her mom about it, the mom got pissed at her. She was victim-blaming, literally saying, because of you, he won't even look at me. And so basically Mayu ran away to get away from a bad situation, which good, good on her for running away, getting out of that type of situation. Yeah. But she had nowhere to go. And so she walked to the ocean. I don't know how long it took her to do that. The the montage of the days passing didn't really, didn't really show how long she was on her own for. And she took her shoes off and starts walking into the ocean. I assume to kill herself. I assume. And she was saved by a dog. And the dog was like, arf, arf, arf. And she was like, oh, you must be here to save me. You get abandoned too. So here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like the dog's with the girl, with Mayu. And you can only assume that the dog has been with her for weeks. Yeah. Weeks. Not, not hours. Not a couple of days. Weeks. And I say weeks because, one, she's coming up on her 14th birthday. And... The people in the actual market where she goes to get bread crust from comment on that she always wears the same clothes and she's been coming there for weeks. And 
that uh, that here you go. I already have the bread crust. It's like they, she's been coming there enough to where they actually already have it ready to go. The bread crust ready to go and give to her. And they comment on, I can't believe he always eats that much. Yeah. So it's weeks. And then after, after you finally introduced and everything like that, and she goes back to the beach, you just have this rando walk up. Oh, that's my dog. Takes the dogs. Like, this is my dog, James and walks away. Like, wait, dirty that she was done dirty. But again, it was a backstory. It was meant to be sad. That wasn't even the backstory. <laughs> that was well, kind of that. That, that you, was like live event happening. <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was like Lucy coming in there with her tank tops. Like, hey, here, let me show you a little something, and then that's it. Moving on. It was like, well, what here's was the, the point of that? Here's, here's why I call that a backstory for for the minor fact that she didn't uh, she didn't actually move into the place yet. She didn't actually move into the restaurant for some reason. The restaurant's now a hotel, but either way, she, she didn't technically move completely in there. She was still like, I don't belong here after they, after she was like, I do belong here. This is my home. Mm. That's when I was like backstory over moving forward. Sure. Yeah. And the dog ran away again and came back to her. So there you go. I didn't really understand that part <laughs> because they had to have that, that point where it's like, Oh, everything's been taken away from me. I have nothing. <laughs> oh, you have, well, no. we're your family. Come live with us. <laughs> arf, arf, we got you a new dog. <laughs> what? No, it's the same dog too. Because apparently the other person can't keep that dog fi- figured out after she just did my dirty Figured out, oh no, this isn't James, it's a girl. Fuck threw the dog away. That's that's messed up. That's I mean, straight messed up. This this I mean it's got some really messed up background points in this story. It's got really messed up background sto- stories. Let's go with the worst one, which was Lucy's. The reason she went all weird and stuff like that, she was being teased for her horns. Okay, fine, you know, kids will using the herd mentality, psychologically speaking. The kids will most likely choose the weakest link or the one that's not conforming and force them into normal society. It's a defensive tactic that has worked on our primitive minds for years. Yeah. Now, Lucy was the odd woman out, the odd person out because of her horns. She was being picked on. Somebody decided to befriend her. Someone decided to befriend her only to eventually turn on her. And she got pissed. She's like, why did you do that? And something, something kind of repeated in her mind that she said earlier, which was like, people, no matter how miserable, will always pick on somebody more miserable than them. Yep. They'll always turn their negative energies on someone in a worse position. To which, make themselves feel better about themselves. Yeah, to, to find some comfort. I mean, that kind of sounds sucked. It sucks ass to me. Like, that's... Yeah. While true from my experience, it, it sucks. Yeah. It just straight sucks. But the thing that really royally like messed me up for that moment, I'm like, I hope you kill him nice and slow. The, the, the point of contention, the thing that, that set her over the edge, they mentioned that they teased her, they hit her, they did stuff. They never got a reaction out of her. They hold up a dog she was taken care of. And mercilessly abuse the dog and then kill the dog in front of her. And that's when she lost her mind. I'm, I'm looking at this like, these are not people. They I realize not. it's cartoon, but kids that do this, they're not people. No, they're monsters. 
<laughs> Which is why she, Lucy actually says, you are not humans. Yeah. And then she just destroys them nice and fast. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Take them finger by finger. If you can knuckle by knuckle, make them like regret their decision. But now she, that she did a much more humane than I would have. But again, I'm just a monster. So exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, like you look the part anyway. So there you go. Well, you know, you know, it is no shave. <laughs> I'm not yet even. Not, I'm practicing for no shave November. There you go. <laughs> this was that that was a messed up backstory, which I mean, like honestly, between Lucy, Coda, and Mayu, you you learned about some really messed up backstories. You don't learn about Nana's, you don't learn about Yuka's. And I feel like that those two didn't really need one, and how the others were done really helped kind of lay it all out for the story and for how they're interacting. Cause you know, Nana was taken from birth. There's no backstory needed to be given there. You just learn that Yuka is still dealing with her own struggling feelings about what happened to Koda and that she still has feelings for him. So there's no backstory really needed there. You already have the connections for it all. Yeah. But the one, I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it was nice that they filled out the story, but you're right. It, it really, we could have saved an episode or two. Yeah. So, I have one more question for you, sir, before we get to a rating. Of course. All right. So at the beginning, I've actually, I have two questions for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. At the beginning, mm-hmm. everyone's getting torn apart and everything like that, right? Okay. And first of all, props on Lucy for, uh, and you find out why she doesn't kill Kurama in the beginning when she walks by him. Props on the blood hand print on the back of his, yeah. on the back of his uh, jacket. To show that she could have, but didn't. Yeah. Number one. Number two, you had there at any point in time, everyone else is being chopped up, sliced and diced and everything like that, including a handprint being put on the wall and then opening up the door. Right. Everyone's being sliced and diced and none of the vectors have blood on them, including when the vector smacks the wall and then you see the blood print, but you don't see the blood on the vector going up to the wall and then touching the wall. You know, I was having trouble with that too. I was thinking that like, if we were fighting them, what will we do? Could we throw like a fire extinguisher out there, explode it so we could see where the hands are going. But the thing that made me a little bit frustrated is they could either chop through something, no problem, or they could use their, their, their things and pass through solid objects as if they weren't there doing them no harm. Does that mean that, it's a conscious effort every single time to solidify your hand to that, to, to, to solidify their vector to that degree. I would assume so. Are they just intangibles? I, I would assume that it takes concentration because if you remember Nana or number seven, one of her legs dropped when she was talking to Mayu and she said, when I lose concentration, that happens. Then that means their brains are also better than ours because that's she's walking using her hands and using her vectors simultaneously. Yep. So, well, I mean like using her vectors to have her walk simultaneously. Yeah. But that's just worrisome to begin with. Cause if she only has four, that means she's got one for each limb. No, she had six. Why'd I only think four? Cause she said she only had four left available. Oh, gotcha. Or sorry, not four left. She, she has eight and she had four left available. One for each limb insanity i know i'm left with more questions than anything else for this uh um i don't know about questions so much as uh, inconsistency does that make sense yeah yeah 
inconsistencies yeah. are, are popping up. So they don't really align with what the story is supposed to say. I mean, I don't know. I mean, all right. So there's that second question I have is no one can see the vectors with the exception of number 35. They com- comment on the vectors being seeable, I guess. So strong. You can see them. Yeah. Yeah. Except when they're fighting, obviously they're not seeable by anyone else mm-hmm. unless they're uh, horny. I, <laughs> I assume. Um, Here's my question. Okay. How was it that uh, Bondo was able to see and dodge? Bondo's the one guy that, that sucker punched the one secretary that came up behind him. Mm, ultra instinct. We'll go with a uh, ultra plot instinct. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> yeah. DBZ character dodge maxed out. He min maxed on dodge. Yeah. Unfortunately, he put nothing in defense. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> also, uh, the, the radiuses aren't the true radiuses either. Like the two meter radius isn't really just two meters. It's like probably like maybe five or six meters, depending on the yeah. way the wind blows and how they're feeling. And those uh-huh, 11 meter radiuses are more like a hundred meter radius. And God, yeah. Right. Or how the author wants to be like, oh, they're just that far. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah, I mean, like when you look at them, you, even if you were to take into consideration, you know, like the distance in between it, especially when it's like, oh, I just have to be two meters away. It's like, dude, you were more than two meters away. Yeah. Two meters is uh, just what, under six feet? Uh, just over six yeah. feet. Or just over six feet. Okay. Yeah. It's like those I mean, seven. maybe they meant like t- t- uh, five to 10, because that sounds more believable. Five meters to 10 meters. I mean, like, I guess I only say that because some of the stuff they're doing they're they're a good, like a good space apart. Yeah. I mean, like when you, so like, so two meters is like six and a half feet, give or take. Okay. But the dude's like 20 feet away and he's doing a dive for a gun. That's maybe 10 feet away. And Nana's tentacles only reach three meters, which would be, you know, what? Just, just under 10 nine. feet, right? So yeah, that means yeah, just just about 10. And so because the wind was blowing just right and it was a sunset and she was angry, she could reach out that extra five feet. I got you. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. All right. So given the fact that the, the tentacles for these horny people can extend exponentially to any distance that they want, given the way the wind is blowing and how the sunset is setting... On a scale of up to 10, sir, how would you rate this? Hmm. So even or odd? Up to you. Even or odd? Even. Six. Okay. If you said odd, it would be a seven because it, it's in between for me. The The ending was very open-ended. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Lucy goes off and fights a bunch of people to, to, to try to save our main character. And he goes back to having a normal lifestyle like nothing ever happened. Kind of. Kind of. And you're ending with somebody knocking on the front door and their silhouette looks very familiar. And then they roll credits. Yep. So, yeah. Inconsistent story. The only reason they're getting so high in number is because of the gratuitous like nakedness. It would have been higher if there just wasn't so much. There's an old saying that too much of a good thing is a bad thing. There was too much boobage. There was too much nonsense. That too. And for that, I'm giving this one, actually, I'm going to match you and give this a six myself. Oh, I'm okay, giving it a six, six because it was just too much. Uh, I do have 
some fond memories of watching this the first time through. Watching it again, it was just as ridiculous, so I wasn't really let down <laughs> in any way. I remember it being really ridiculous. Uh, I am sad that you know they did decide to leave it such an open ending that they did, because why not? You know, well, I mean, my love of it, open endings. Yeah, but think about this: How would our favorite cousin feel if yet another love interest appeared on his door with nowhere to go? Oh, she would love it absolutely. She'd be completely I mean, ecstatic, <laughs> especially since the clock decided to finally start working at the very end too. Oh, yeah, that's a sign. If I ever saw one. Yep, and I'm just saying you, you're 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 disregarding familial uh, family bonds there. Uh, you're disregarding their lovers bond between Lucy and Coda. I don't know. Uh, I, I think that the the family family comes first. You know, bros before hoes or something like that. <laughs> well, in this case, <laughs> I, that doesn't really matter because it's all they're all they're women. All <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So, all right. All right. Next week's choice. Uh, it's mine. Yes. All righty. So I saw this, uh, trailer and, uh, I, I decided that I really wanted this. I don't think you've seen it. I know I have not seen it and I was awestruck and horrified, uh, by the words in the trailer because there's not much imagery there and it is corpse party. All right. It is short. It's only what? Four episodes long. Something like that. Yes. Uh, I look forward to it, if only because the trailer I saw very Halloweeny. So we'll, we're, we will uh, reconvene in one week and see. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed uh, the discussion on this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you want to share your feedback on this show, on any of the past episodes or anything else, feel free to reach out to us. Best place to actually contact us is in Discord. We like to talk about the shows we're watching in there, but you can also reach out to us on Twitter or Facebook at, at those anime guys on Twitter, featured anime podcast on Facebook, featured anime podcast at gmail.com. If you prefer email, if you listen to this on uh, YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment on there. I'd be happy to respond to you and talk to you on there as well. And until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm fully clothed, but I'm also Rick. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.